Good afternoon, I'm Ron Crow's Dateline Philippines begins right now. The chairman of the Philippine Senate's Blue Ribbon Committee has been dragged into the corruption controversy hounding the Philippine Health Insurance Corporation, or PhilHealth. Former anti-fraud officer Thorson Keith implicated Senator Richard Gordon in the alleged irregularities at PhilHealth. Gordon's committee had investigated the PhilHealth mess, but Keith told ANC the Philippine Red Cross, headed by Gordon, made a deal with PhilHealth involving funds from the interim reimbursement mechanism. Keith claims the contract between PhilHealth and the Red Cross was disadvantageous to the government. What are the details of this alleged anomaly between the, the Red Cross and the PhilHealth involving that IRM? Uh, the money that was used is Phil, PhilHealth's money. It, uh, the, the money was given to Red Cross. Red Cross is a nonprofit organization and the chairman is a senator. He's a government official, so he should know that uh, making a, an agreement to a government uh, which uh, creates undue injury to the government is uh, punishable by uh, law. There is undue injury to the government, and it's big money. How? Uh, the, first, uh, the first phase was 100 million, and then the, uh, there are other mil uh, hundreds of millions that uh, was later uh, give, uh, paid to them, which was onerous to the government. It was not helping the government. It was a burdening the government. I think uh, from my from the last that I've heard, it's around 350 million. And then I heard uh, Senator Gordon is saying that uh, PhilHealth still owes them. So how come? How come the uh, Red Cross has no capacity for this? House lawmakers want PhilHealth to pay only for the expenses of confirmed COVID-19 cases. Meanwhile, the PhilHealth board has named an ailing official as officer in charge after its president and CEO, Ricardo Morales, resigned. Morales himself is battling cancer. We have the details from R.G. Cruz. Mr. Limshako, are you aware? The House Committees on Public Accounts and Good Government and Public Accountability urged PhilHealth to pay only for the expenses of confirmed COVID-19 patients. Let me just uh, follow up doon sa binanggit ni Honorable Kimbo into a formal motion uh, to strongly urge the PhilHealth to withdraw the policy for suspected improbable COVID cases as part of their uh, circular and resolution approved by the board. Marikina Representative Stella Kimbo says it's unacceptable for both confirmed and suspect or probable COVID cases to be treated equally by PhilHealth. Dapat po isuspend ng liquidation para sa non-COVID claims. And siguro idagdag ko na rin dyan, baka pwede na rin natin isuspend po, Mr. Chair, ang pag-apply ng COVID case rates para sa suspected or probable, probable patients. Kimbo, citing PhilHealth data, pointed out that of the 458 hospitals that have liquidated their interim reimbursement mechanism funds, 346 or 75% had no COVID-19 patient. That means zero claims from the 1.2 billion pesos disbursed to 346 hospitals or clinics from the IRM. Seven healthcare facilities who have liquidated 100% of their IRM showed they only had non-COVID cases. 17 healthcare facilities had zero COVID claims after liquidating 75% of their IRM allocations. Kimbo fears actual COVID-19 cases may be left with no funds. Ang problema kasi dito is since naubos na ang pondo, eh paano po kung talagang may legit na may COVID na nagpunta po dito sa mga facilities na to, eh baka sila po ay may maturn away nang dahil po wala ng pondo na 
na naka-park po sa kanilang uh, mga accounts. IRM po was uh, uh, adopted already as a special privilege in times of fortuitous events and emergencies. In the meantime, PhilHealth's board named its executive vice president and COO Arnel De Jesus as officer in charge following the resignation of PhilHealth President Ricardo Morales. But lawmakers note De Jesus' dealing with medical problems that have kept him from attending congressional hearings. Malacanang is in no hurry to name a replacement for Morales, only to spell out what makes an ideal successor. Presidential spokesperson Harry Roque adds despite his resignation, Morales is not yet off the hook. Wala naman pong timeline kung kailan po magtatalaga ng kapalit si Presidente. Um, pero kinakailangan po ang talagang uh, iuupo dyan ay uh, walang bahid ng korupsyon. The law is very clear. If there is uh, criminal liability incurred when you are in office, it subsists and um, public officers can be held liable for them whether or not they continue to be in office. Deputy Speaker Rodante Marcoleta went after Civil Service Commission Chair Alicia De La Rosa Bala for an old case and the CSE's amendment of requirements and qualifications for PhilHealth officials. Tungkol dun sa request for amendment, it's more of amendment. It's very clear in the decision of the, the commission. Okay. And um, this was signed, both of us, Commissioner Lisada and myself. So there's the, the qualification standards states education, master's degree, or certificate in leadership and management. Ang nakikita po ninyo is a pattern. Imbes na po ang civil service talagang gawin ang tungkulin, ituwid ang pagkakamali, silang maging kasangkapan para palutangin ang totoo. Ang pattern kasi malinaw, Mr. Chair. Napakilang ng pattern. Nakikita ko yung sa buwatan. Ma-peel health, ma-dep-ed. Mr. Chairman. Honorable Marcoleta, pwede mo bang pahiram sa akin yung martilyo mo para bumabalang? Bala denies allegations she suppressed information on cases related to PhilHealth pending before the CSC despite a video recording purportedly saying otherwise. This video recording of what is said to be a CSC meeting was played during the congressional hearing. I hope that this, this information should be within the commission and should never be shared with the public or to whoever will be asking us. Yes, uh, uh, in aid of legislation or, or, or uh, investigation. I'm categorically stating that as the CSC chairperson, I made no directive, guidance, or insinuations for the commission to suppress information in any case. The CSC chief says they've already submitted a list of the pending cases to the House panels, even as she maintained they do not handle corruption cases. R.G. Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Countries should actively test people to find coronavirus cases, even mild and asymptomatic ones. That's the advice of the World Health Organization. This is after the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention switched its testing guidelines to say people without COVID-19 symptoms do not need to be tested. Again, what's really important is that testing is used as an opportunity to find active cases so that they can be isolated and so that contact tracing can uh, also take place where you identify all of the contacts of a known case and that they can be quarantined. And this is really fundamental to breaking chains of transmission. The WHO also warns against mass gatherings as more countries reopen. 
as societies open up, many are starting to see a resurgence of transmission. Much of this resurgence is occurring in clusters of cases related to gatherings of people, including at stadiums, nightclubs, places of worship, and crowds. These types of gatherings can be amplifying events that can be the spark that creates a much larger fire. Every country and community must make its own decisions about how to host these events safely based on their own level of risk. COVID-19 has infected more than 24 million people worldwide. Over 830,000 have died, while 15.9 million have recovered from the disease, based on the latest sally by Johns Hopkins University. Here at home, the Philippine government touts efforts to curb the spread of COVID-19. Duterte spokesperson Secretary Harry Roque says the case doubling rate of the disease has slowed down over the last few months. Noong Marso 15 po ng taong ito, ang ating uh, case doubling rate po ay 1.55. Ibig sabihin, sa isang araw lamang, eh, dumudoble na yung kaso ng uh, COVID. Noong June 1, 2020, matapos po tayong nagkaroon ng uh, ECQ, eh, humaba po yung case doubling rate, halos isang linggo na po at 6.26 days. Ngayon po, August 26, ang mabuting balita po ang ating case doubling rate ay halos sampung araw na po at 9.87 days. But aside from achievements, a governance expert says the Duterte administration also needs to take accountability for its shortcomings in responding to the pandemic. Dean Ronald Mendoza of the Ateneo School of Government says one area that needs improvement is government's messaging. What troubles me also is uh, not necessarily the president, but some of our technocrats who are... Um, coming up with messaging that passes the blame on citizens. This entire language about Pasaway, the, the undisciplined Filipino, as being the root cause of this crisis. Yeah. So there are many structural issues in our country that prevents many of our citizens from complying, not because they lack discipline, but because they don't have the support and we have a highly unequal country to begin with. More news as tensions rise between China and the U.S. in various fronts. An international studies professor believes the Philippines may find it difficult to find a middle ground with the two world powers. Renato de Castro from the De La Salle University points out there is a disconnect between President Duterte and his cabinet members who have different responses to the South China Sea dispute. On the one hand, you still have President Duterte, if you remember the SONA, when he said, I'm already inutile, I'm useless, yeah. uh, it basically showed that he's possibly personally, psychologically tired of dealing with this. On the other hand, you have two very energetic people with conviction. I'm talking about Secretary Loxin and, of course, Secretary Lovensana, who have, of course, taken the cudgel to defend the national security. The Philippine province of Cavite will terminate its agreement with a Chinese state-owned firm involved in the Sangley Point International Airport project if government decides a partnership poses a potential security risk. That's according to Governor John Vic Rimulia, who says Cavite's joint venture with the China Communications Construction Corporation is about to be completed in a month. I want to build an airport. We found a partner. It seems that they're involved in the South China Sea issue. But 
I will leave it up to the Department of National Defense. I will leave it up to the Office of the President to guide us in what, how we should pursue this. China Communications Construction Corporation was among the firms that helped build China's artificial islands in the South China Sea. Its consortium with Lushatan's Macro Asia was the sole bidder of the 10 billion peso airport project. NBA players have voted to resume the playoffs after the Milwaukee Bucks boycott resulted in the cancellation of games. Of all the 32 teams, only the LA Lakers and the LA Clippers voted to abandon the remainder of the season. Both teams later reconsidered and were reportedly on board with the majority's decision. The Bucks boycott is the team's form of protest against racial injustice, including the recent police shooting of African-American Jacob Blake in Wisconsin. NBA superstar LeBron James, meanwhile, continued to speak out on the issue on social media. He urged his fans to vote in the upcoming presidential elections to initiate change. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ron Cruz. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. And for feedback, email us at ancfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with the news channel.